Starting the Mishnah on Samach Beis and Aleph. So it says, A woman may not go out with a, a, a needle that has an eye, right? So that's a tailor's needle. That's a masoi, that's not a tachshit. Right? So it's an Israelite. And a woman may not go out with a ring that has a signet. Again, we said that for a man, it's considered a tachshit because it's normal for him to walk around with it, so it can be considered kind of like a piece of jewelry, but for a woman, it's not normal, and therefore it's going to be considered a maso, it's a load. Veloy bekolyer, and not with a, a, a brooch, so it's some sort of, it's, it's translated as a brooch, but the idea is, is that it's kind of like a, a, a button, or something like a freestanding thing that would be used to fasten the clothing. And we'll see what the problem is. Veloy bekaivales, and not with a spice packet, Okay, but loyved sulchas shall plighten, and not with a vial of you know good smelling oil, shemana farsimin. So she can't go with any of these things. We're saying these are all isurim doiraisa. It's masoi. These are not tachshitin. This is considered carrying a load. They agree with the machat and the tabash. However, they hold that kaveles, which is the spice packet, and suchas those things are going to be putter. And we'll see why in a moment here. Amar Ula. Now, for these for these things that we talked about, the tabash, so bechilufeyem beish. Okay, that it's the complete opposite when it comes to a man. We're talking about the ring. Like we said, and we, we discussed this yesterday, that for a man, a ring with, without a signet is considered a masa, it's considered a load because it's not a tachshit. A man wouldn't normally be wearing a, a, a ring. I guess times have changed. Um, or you can say that still for some people, they wouldn't consider it normal. Um, but uh, but a woman would wear a ring without a signet, and in those days a man would wear would, would wear a ring with a signet, and that was considered a tachshit. So alma kasaver ula ula holds komidi de chazi leish le chazi leisha. Anything that is considered um, you know in the male section of the clothing store or the jewelry store, that for a woman it's not chazi at all. In other words, basically ula is saying there's no such thing as unisex. Okay, if it's chazi leish. Then it's like Chazalisha, you're in the male or female section. Now, if it's a Tachshit for the man, that means it's a Masoi for the woman. And if it's a Tachshit for the woman, it's a Masoi for the man. Umidi de Chazit, yeah. The Ula does not dis- discuss the, um, what do you call it? The other category. Unidentified, right? <laughs> Fine. Uh, Okay. I don't think anybody's voting for Bernie Sanders. That's why we're, that's why Biden's running. Anyway, um, it's not chazi as a tachshit, and therefore, what is it? it? It would for the other person, it would just be a masui. Masiv Rav Yosef Yosef asks the following: Kasha, Horoyim the shepherds, Yosin besakin. They go out with their uh, uh, sacks. Meaning, we're talking about Rashi explains a rain poncho. Veloy Horoyim, but not only the shepherds. Amru Ella Kol Adam. Every single person can go out with this rain poncho. But why did the Mish? Why did the Brisa say Horoyim Yosin Elisha Darkin Shal Horoyim Latzeis besakin? So what do we see here? That this is considered the rain poncho of the Horoyim. And yet we say it's chazi for everybody. So too, if a 
a regular ring without a signet is normally associated with a woman, then even if a man wears it, it should be a tachshit. So Rabbi says, no. Rabbi Ula holds nashim am That shepherd and regular men can all be associated. In other words, even though it's normally something that would be a tachshit or something that would be worn by a shepherd, it could be worn by any person and it would be considered a malbush for them or a tachshit for them. But men and women... Women are, right, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. It's a completely different uh, category, and therefore the, uh, you cannot associate a toxic for a man could, would not be a toxic for a woman, or vice versa. Ace Abaya. Abaya asks the following kasha from Tfilin. Let's say somebody goes out on Tfilin, okay? This just happens in Baltimore all the time because people break into cars. Certain people break into cars, and um, uh, they steal among th- amongst them the tillin. And then I don't know. Just last week, you get a, a notification from the shul saying somebody found the pair of tillin in a bush. So I might see tillin. What do you do in Rosh Hashanah? Machnisin zug zug. You bring them in one pair at a time. Meaning you put on the shalrosh, the shalyad. It's a pair, and you walk into the city with them. You go back out to where let's say you found twenty pairs of tillin. Right? It was it was, it was quite the heist. So. Um, so uh, uh, you go out there, you put on the tefillin, you walk back into, right? Echara ish ve'echara isha. Men or women. Now, if you want to tell me that women are in a completely different category, tefillin is a mitzvah, it's a time-bound mitzvah, right? So therefore, they are potter. Now, if they're potter from tefillin, it means that it has no shaykhs to them. Unless you tell me that whatever is a tachshit for a human, man or woman, it's unisex, what we're going to say here is that tefillin are shayach to a man. They're not shayach to a woman, right? She has no shayaches to it. And therefore, why can a woman go ahead and bring these tefillin in? It should be a masoy for her. Can you guys see me? You hear me? Okay. I, don't know, I see some frozen faces. Okay. So the Gemara answers... Oh, you want to know why a woman can bring the tefillin in? Hasam kasavar rameir, Lila zman tefillin who? That that is shitas rameir. Rameir holds Lila is is zman tefillin. Vishab is zman tefillin who? And therefore, have a mitzvah say sheloya zman grama. The whole mitzvah say sheloya zman grama. Nashim chayavos. And a woman would be chayav in tefillin according to that tana. Obviously, we don't paskin that way. But and therefore, that tana who says that a woman can bring the tefillin in, it's because she is shayach to tefillin. So, okay. Now, going back to the original point of the Gemara, right? What was the original point of the Gemara? That for a woman to um, go out with a signet ring, since signet ring is usually associated with a man, and according to Ula, uh, men and women are completely different, and whatever is a tachshit for a man would be a masoy for a woman. So the Gemara wants to know, why does the Mishnah say, chayv chatos, When a woman goes out with a signet ring, She's not carrying it like she would carry a load. She's wearing it as a ring. So it should be considered yad, and therefore, right, that's with a shinoi. And like we know, anytime you do something with a shinoi, an isra with a shinoi, it's only Durabanan. So Amrav Yirmiya, what are we talking about? Be'isha Gizbarius Askinon. We're talking about a woman who is a, who is a treasure. Okay, so for her, it's normal to walk out with a signet ring okay, around her finger because she's a, she's a gizbaris. But it's not normal to be worn as a tachshit. 
Okay, so you figured out a way where you have a, a woman accountant, right? She, she needs it. She's just this Boris. She needs to sign official documents. She's a woman lawyer, and therefore she is going to have to wear a signet ring. But since it's not a tashir for her, we'll be chayiv. Why would we ever find a guy walking out with a regular uh, uh, ring? Okay, so I don't have an answer for that, right? I guess they had not yet invented um, um, male wedding bands, okay? So, Ella Amarava, um, Raz Rava say, Pomem, I'll tell you why. You want to know why carrying out a ring is considered a masoy? It's not because we're talking about an Isha who's a gizbarish, she's a, um, you know, an accountant or a lawyer or whatever, someone that needs to sign official documents. We're talking about, Pomem sha'adam noisein le'ishtay tabas, she'yeshalav aleha chaysam, Sometimes a man will give his wife his signet ring to bring it to the safety deposit box, meaning the, the crest was like the official signature. So if you, right, if you were in business or whatever it was, if something was signed with your crest, that was a hischaibus. So he would sometimes he, he, he would make sure that he wouldn't leave that lying around because someone could use it, right, and then, uh, you know, a, a, a take on liabilities on behalf of him. So what would he do? So when he, when, he, when he didn't need to use it for an extended period of time, so he would go and put it into a kufsa, okay, and, and put it into a safety deposit box. So he asked his wife to do it. Okay, so now like this. So, so the woman, he, the guy asks, it could be that the guy asks his wife, please, can you go bring this to the safety deposit box? When she goes out with it, since it's a ring, it's normal for her to wear it on her finger, and therefore it's not considered yad. Because it is normal, there are times where a woman would wear a signet ring, wearing it like a ring, and that's why it's a masoy. But since it's not a tachshit, therefore it's considered a masoy. It's not something, for, it's jewelry for her, it's only jewelry for the man. And on the flip side, Sometimes a woman might give her husband her ring that does not have a signet, right? It's a regular taba'as. Why? She'll say, can you go bring it to the jeweler to get a fix? And she'll put it in his hand. So he'll, again, if he's going to go out with it, since a ring is normal to be put around the finger, so it is considered normal carrying because there are times where that would be the, the, the way to carry it. Even though for him it's not a tachshit, he is actually taking the ring not to wear it, but rather to transport it to a jeweler, just like she is taking the ring to transport it to a safety deposit box. Okay. So going back during the Mishnah, um, we said that is a brooch, okay, or a spice packet. So my kulyer, what is this kulyer? Amar mechvanta. Okay, that it's again a brooch is the English word. Rashi says that it's mechavenes. It fastens the opening of the shirt. So it's kind of like a button. Some sort of button situation, but um, I guess it's not attached to the clothing, and therefore it would be considered a masoi. Amar Rav, Rav says, oh, I'm sorry, and koyvelas. What is koyvelas in the Mishnah? Amar Rav, chumrasa tefillin. That is a spice packet. V'chem Amar Rav Asi, chumrasa tefillin. That is a spice packet. Tan Rabbanon. A woman may not go out with a spice packet. If she goes out with a spice packet, right, so again, we're going to have, this is the third time we have this machlaikis. It's the spectrum machlaikis. Okay? She can't go with a, a spice packet. Right? Like, like the Tanakam and Mishnah. She shouldn't go out with a spice packet. 
she's going to be potter, and we'll have to see the reason why. Rabbi Eliezer, Eimer, Yoytze Isha Bekabelas Lechachila. Okay, my kamiflagi. So how do we have a machaikus across the spectrum? It can either be completely mutter or isudaraisa. My kamiflagi, Rameyer Savar Masuyu. He holds carrying a woman going out with a spice packet. It's considered a load. And therefore, it's an Isra Daraisa, you're transporting. Rabbanan Savri Tachshidhu, that Lamaisa, it could be considered a piece of jewelry. But we still have the issue of any time we deal with a piece of jewelry, Dilma Shalfo Mechavya, maybe she'll take it off to show her beautiful spice packet to her friends. And she'll come carry Dalad Amas. So we have Xavier Rabbanan that says, don't go out with it. Pater Avalasar. Rebeliezer Savar, what is the third sheet who holds its mutter lechachila? He holds mantaker lemirma isha, mirma, who is going to go out with a spice packet? Isha sherechara, that she has a bad uh, body odor. Isha sherechara, you know what? Loi shalfo mechavya, she is not going to remove her spice packet because then she's going to smell bad. So, so therefore, it's mutter lechachila. Okay, so we see that. Um, we could actually have this machlekes across all all three shitas and a spice packet. Depending on who you hold, like, could either be an isadar raisa or it can be mutter lecharchila for a woman to go out with. So the Gemara has a question here, though. We said Rabbi Yezer holds that it was mutter lecharchila. V'hatanya, I have another brisa that says Rabbi Yezer poiter. He says it's poiter bekaivela subesuchah shal plaiton and what does what do we say right we remember, remember from daf gimel on Shabbos what does poiter mean pater avalaser so how could you say Rabbi Ezer holds matulachachila we see he holds pater avalaser so the Gemara says like kasha no 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 it depends who he's talking to ha kikayadra meyer ha kikayadra bana it depends who Rabbi Ezer this is a machlekes three ways right Rabbi Ezer holds iser da raisa the Rabbanon hold uh, Pater Aval Asr Drabbanan and Rebbe Yezer, we wanted to say it's Pater Lechachila. So why why do I have another brisa that says Rebbe Yezer says Pater? Because it depends who he's talking to. Kika Yadra Meir, Lekasha Hakika Yadra Meir, Hakika Yadra Banan, Kika Yadra Meir. When Rebbe Yezer is arguing with Rameir, the Amar Chayiv Chatas, Rameir would say Chayiv Chatas Isur Daraisa. So Amar Le Pater, he would say Pater. And he, so he just uses a lashon of potter, but really he means potter, and it's motor lecharchila. Ki koyad rabbanon, remember the Yezer is arguing on the rabbanon, the Amri potter aval aser, who holds you are not allowed to go with it, it's an issue de rabbanon. Okay, so therefore, Amar ihu, motor lecharchila, Rabbi Yezer could not, to make his point that it's potter or motor, he couldn't say that it's potter, because the rabbanon say potter, and potter for them means potter aval aser. So Elmai, he had to use a lashon of mutter, but really Rabbi Yezer holds that it is potter umutter lecharchila. You are allowed to go out with a spice packet for the reason that we stated that number one, it's a tachshit, and number two, since its purpose is to uh, to remove the body odor, it's used as deodorant. Therefore, a woman is not going to take it off and show it to her friends, and therefore it's mutter lecharchila. Umai rameyer. So what is this rameyer? Meaning who holds? That um, uh, you know, where, where do we see a case that Rameyer um, holds Isser Daraisa and Rebelezer holds Mutter? Titania, a woman cannot go out with a key in her hand. She's going to be Chayev Chatas. Rebelezer, Poiter, Bekaveles, Ubsucha Shal Python. So the Gemara says, What are you talking about? Kaveles, Mandachar Shmei. Where did we were talking about a Mafteach? Right, so why are we bringing this in? Shell 
Plaiton loy seitze, she should not go out. That's the Remeir. Vim Yotza Chayeves Chatos Divi Remeir. Remeir would hold that these things are taka, um, these things are uh, going to be Chayev Chatos. Rebbe Lezer Paiter Bekaibelis Subsuchishal Paiton. He's going to hold that it's Pater Umotor Medvar Mamurim Kshiesh Bahem Baisum. That's when these, the spice packet and the sluchis, the, uh, you know, the vial with shemen in it, when it has baisam, avol eim bahem baisam chayeves. If it does not have baisam, it is going to be chayev. So what do we see here? We see in Rabbi Yezer that the reason it's mutter is because, it's mutter lachachila, is because the stuff smells good. But we see that if you just went out with this alone, you just went out with this alone, not having spices in it actually turns it back into a maso, even according to Rabbi Yezer. So if you went out with a spice packet without spices, you, it would be an Isra Daraisa, even according to Rabbi Eliezer. Amar of Adabar Abba. Now coming, coming off of that din, right? So if you, if, uh, Rabbi Eliezer, who holds, so you're allowed to go out lechachila because it's only to make her smell good. If you, if, if you carried out an empty vial or an empty spice packet, it would be an Isra Daraisa. So Amar of Adabar Abba, Zoysay Meres, this is coming off of that. Here's what we could say: If you go out, right? So normally the halachas we're going to see in Hamatznia later on, about a month from now, and we're going to say that there's a certain shear. Let's say to take out food, every item to be chayev for haitzah has to have a minimum shear. Okay, so um, for uh, um, for for food. If you take out less than the shear, whatever the shear is for food, let's say the shear is kazayas. If you take out less than a kazayas, so he's coming to say that let's say you take out a half a kazayas in a in in in, in a vial. So then I might see eichen pachas mikashir bekli chayev. You're going to be chayev for taking out the kli, even though you're not going to be chayev for taking out the food. Deha, why? Because we see here according to Rabbi Lazar, ain't babaisim. A spice packet without that is devoid of spices, without any spices, is kapachos mi kishir bikli dummy. That's the same as carrying out bread in a kli that has pachos mi kishir. So we see Rebbe Leezer holds chayev. So we're saying it's just like when I take out a spice packet without spices, an empty spice packet. I'm chayev for the kli. So too, when I take out food, Less than a shear, that would be enough to be chayev for, I could still be chayev. If I take it on the kli, I could still be chayev on the kli. Ravashi Yamar, no. You can't draw this, Sushtel, because he says, Ba'alma emalach, really I'll tell you, potter. Okay, that if you take out a half a kazayas in a kli, you're going to be potter. Vishani hacha, I, why here are you chayev? The less lamashiklal. And that you can't, there's nothing in here, you can't. You can't draw a parallel between these two cases. Meaning like this. If the kli is totally empty, so then you're going to be high if you're carrying an empty kli. But if the kli has pachas mi kishir, the kli is not empty. The kli is shayich, right? It's committed to the food, and then your food does not have enough of a shir to be high of you. So it's a loophole. So when it's empty, right, then since it's not carrying anything, you're going to be chayiv, um, for you're going to be chayiv on the kli. But if it's... Even if the kli has its own value, even if the kli, yeah, because you're you're carrying it out. I had a gold bowl that had a pachas of, of of bread. I'm not going to be chayv for haitzah because it's bottled to the bread. If you're carrying it out to take the food out, 
right? You're carrying it out to get the food out. You want to take the food from one place to another place. So, so what the Gemara is trying to say is, based on this ruling, right, it's very nice that you have this din, that pachos mi kashir of eichel, you're not going to be chayef for, but what about the kli? That's what we're saying. What about the kli? You should be chayef for the kli. And we come and say no, because here you're only chayef for the empty spice packet because there's nothing in it, so it's just a kli. There, it's still a food holder. You're just putter on the shear. It's not enough food to be chayef, so we're not going to, but the kli is still... Um, the kli is still shayach to the food, even though it's pachas mikishir. Okay, now we have a gadata for the rest of the Gemara. Okay. So we're coming off of this, we brought in shemana farsimin, right? The vial that you're chayef uh, for carrying out a vial of this nice smelling oil. They will anoint themselves with this finest of oils. Okay. Um Zuplaiton. This is the uh, plaiton, this is their, their vial of a shaman afarsimen. Okay? Master of Yosef, af, af, okay, so what's going on over here? Sorry. That we were geyser, that after the Chorban, um, we should not, because this is considered uh, a, a matter of luxury, as a zeichel Chorban, so we're saying don't use this shaman shal plaiton. Okay? Master of Yosef, af, al plaiton, gazer of Yehuda ben Bava. That Rabbi Yudam Baba said, don't use it. The Chacham did not agree. They said, you can use it. Now, if you want to say that using the Shemana Farsimen is Tainig, is a luxury, why wouldn't the Rabbanon agree? The Rabbanon also agree that you can't, um, there's certain things you can't do after the Chorban. So, that which we say in the Pasuk, in other words, we're talking about how, again, these are things that were lost. After the Chorban, they used to be Shaysev and Mizrakeyayin. They would drink out of a special, fancy um, kalem of wine. Ravami Ravasi Chadamar Kinishkinin. Right? Kinishkinin. Yeah, it was some sort of uh, wine pipes. Chadamar Shemaz Rikin They would drink wine while juggling or throwing cups from one to another. And it was, either way, it was things that they would do because of Simcha. Hachanami Da'asr. We should say these, these are also asr. So if you're saying we can't do luxurious or happy things or things that are good, you know, that make us feel good, the things we like, keeping it general for now. So how could uh, that Rabbi Barav Huna went to Reish Kalusa, right? We did drink out of these, uh, you know, fancy wine pipes, and uh, nobody took any issue with it. Allah, how do we understand the Shemana Farsimen? Call me the Ispe Tainig, the Ispe Simcha. If it's something that makes us happy and is luxurious, then Gazra Banan. Avo Midi, the Ispe Tainig, the Lespe Simcha, like Gazra Banan. And therefore, the Shemana Farsimen that we're talking about here, it was only Tainig. It was just a luxury, it was being pampered. So Rabbi Yehudim and Becerra held that if it was something that was a pampering thing, right? It was something that was luxury, then it was, it was bottle from the time of the Chorban. But the Rabbanon hold that, no, it's only something that's pampering and brings you Simcha. That's what's going to be Aser, but otherwise it's going to be Mutter. So a trophy wife is Mutter or Aser? We'll get there soon. HaShaychon Amita Shein. Those who lie on a bed of ivory. Visruchim al arsaisam. And it, their, their beds, there's spoilage on their beds. What does that mean? Amar Rabbi Yesi Melamed. 
that they would urinate in front of their beds, arumim, unclothed. Megadav Ravo, really? So again, this, we're saying that there were... My head's going to explode. It sounds like Trump in Russia. We're... we're... I have to mute you. I'm sorry. Please don't unmute yourself. So... Oh, what? <laughs> Sorry, I have to mute you. Just, just bring up the chat window. And just go, go for it. That's fine. Do it on the chat window, if you must. He can't help himself. Okay. Anyway, so, so right, we're saying here that uh, they got tremendous punishments because. They did this thing called Asheichen al Mitashen Vesruchen al Arsaisam, and we're trying to say that it was because they urinated unclothed in front of their own beds. Megadav Ravo, he, he was uh, disgusted by this. He says, Really? So you're telling me that because we were Asheichen al Mitashen Vesruchen al Arsaisam, therefore we're going to Gaulus, right? Because we urinated unclothed. We're gonna get like the the the, the prototypical gullus, really? That, that this is this is uh this is considered uh, what do they what do they say uh with the uh in Israel when they fight the Palestinians? That it's not uh it's not considered No, it's not considered like fair. A proportionate response. There you go. Is this a proportionate response? This is not a this is a disproportionate response. El Adam, that what were they doing? they would eat for They'd uh, they'd eat eat at each other's houses. The doif gimme to the same zubazu. They would connect their beds together. Machlifin the shaysam zayim zeh. They would uh, exchange wives. Umasrichin arsais. Therefore, they would spoil their beds. V'shichlazera sheinu shalahem. Right with uh, so it was talking about arayas, right? And therefore, um, that and that is a punishment. You know that is that is considered a proportionate response. Three things you want to know? Pay attention. You want to know what will make you poor? Number one, you guessed it. If you urinate unclothed in front of your bed, okay, that... Then it's not a problem. We'll see. There's a few reasons. There's a few ways it's not a problem. Okay. You don't properly wash your hands. When your wife curses you out. Okay? That's only a problem. That is, I'm sorry, that is if you're facing your bed and you urinate towards your bed. But if you turn around and you face the outside, it's not going to be a problem. You won't become poor from doing this. And even if you're urinating towards your bed, it's not still going to be a problem. It's only if you're urinating on the floor. But if you do it into a chamber pot or into a toilet, you don't have this problem. Okay, that's number one. That was the second thing that was maybe. That is only, what does mean? That you didn't wash your hands at all. If you did a little bit, less lumba, it's not going to be a problem. Okay? In other words, don't, uh, it's not true. Okay? That I see that I wash my hands with a, you know, a, a huge amount of water. 
Okay, full cup of water. Okay, and therefore I get a lot of good. So we see that the amount you wash is directly coordinated to what blessings are bestowed upon you. Your wife curses, curses you out in front of your face. Amarava, what is going on over here? Right, coming off of a long parak of she has to have all these tachshitim. Right, that uh, you, will bring you to Aeneas is if you don't buy your wife jewelry, she keeps on wanting diamonds and you say no. So if you just decide, I don't understand why the woman likes diamonds anyways, it's just a stupid rock, it's a waste of money. So then that'll bring you to Aeneas, right? If your wife curses you out because of that, if she doesn't want it, I guess you're fine. But if she wants them and you go, I'm not doing it, even though you could afford it, right? Then the, that will bring you to Aeneas. No, 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 no. No, because if, if you buy your wife diamonds, okay? And you could have, if you could afford it and you buy your wife diamonds, then she'll leave you alone and you can work more. Then you can make more money. Anyway, um, Darish Rubber Berei the Rabbi Loi. Yeah. By the way, don't go to me for marriage counseling. <laughs> when you have your counseling sessions afterwards, you can exclude me. You can put me on mute. Rule number one: Never. All right, never mind. <laughs> Darish, Darish Rubber Berei the Rabbi Loi. My dechsev. The pasuk says, "Vayomer Hashem." Hashem said. This is what this is what ha, this is what caused bad things to happen to Klai Yisrael. Why? The daughters of Tzion were haughty. What does that mean? That they walk very proudly with an upright stature. We'll see why in a second. But they'd go with an outstretched neck. What does that mean? But would say the Bnei Yisrael went with an outstretched neck. What does that mean? Akov b'tzad gadol, right? What that means is they would put their, they would walk in a way where their heels were kind of side to their, their big toe. The point is here, they would walk slowly. So all these things we're going to talk about, that punishment came on the B'nai Sion because the women um, would basically, uh, you know, uh, flaunt themselves, all right? That they would incite the Bachur Yisrael. So, Kaimis Kufa number one, right? That they would they would they would make themselves uh, present, right? Walk with a certain air about them. And okay, Vitzad Gadol, that means that the way that they would walk slowly, meaning when they were passing the men, they made sure to to walk with a very slow gait so so that they would get gazes. Nayim. What does that mean? That Nayim that they would fill their eyes with makeup and they would flutter their eyes. They would bat their eyes at the men. They were floating. What does that mean? They would, uh, they would make sure when they went out that in order to, for, to get maximum uh, exposure, they would uh, walk, they would pair up with, so a tall one would pair up with a short one, right? Because if you see, let's say, two people walking and they're both exa- pretty much the same size, you know, you look at them as two people. But... If you saw a really tall woman and a really short woman, so then you would you would spend time looking, right? Because it's weird. So they would make sure that the point is they would do things to make sure to get notice. And with their feet, they would spew venom. They would take this mar, these nice smelling perfumes. They would put them in their shoes. 
They would go walk, right, in their, in their spice-filled heels in Yerushalayim. When they reached the Bachur Yisrael, right, they would click their heels, okay, they would, they would, they would stomp on their heels, click them, and they would spray this beautiful smelling, this wonderful smelling perfume, and they would be machnias, right, they would, they would cause the, the, the 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 Bachur Yisrael to have you know to have hurim right they would incite them ka'aras okay because like an angry snake my Sam, right so these are married women and they were inciting the Bachur Yisrael what is their punishment right in 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 place of the good smelling spices was decay. Became decayed. And in exchange for the belts came bruises. When they would they would wear these fancy belts, Nasa and the Kafim became places where they had bruises. Um, in place of Maisa was baldness. Maisa uh, um, sorry, they had baldness. Where they would adjoin themselves with fancy jewelry to get noticed. They became bald. And in, in, in place of their beautiful sashes, okay, then they had sak psachim, right? They got um, sakwa. What does that mean? The things that, that generally the nice clothing that brought gila, that brought rejo- rejoicement, right, became um, 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 became like sackcloth. Kitachas yoyfi. Amar Rabbah inchi chalufi shufra kibra. In exchange for beauty, uh, they got sores. The sipa Hashem kudkud and the afflicted of Hashem he bashed. Sipa Hashem kikud benesian. Amar Rib Yosi Rab Chanina Malamet sheparchabem tzara sipech. They got afflicted like with saras. Ksiv hacha v'sipech. Ksiv hasam laseis v'lasapachas. Okay. Now we're just going here in the weiter uh, um, in the psukim here. That these are psukim of things that you know after the churban based on their actions. Vahashen sehem yara. He'll cause their openings to. David, David, we lost you for a couple. We lost you for a couple of minutes. Where'd you lose me? After right after ksiv hasam laseis v'lasapachas. Oh, okay. No, I'm right there. Ksivha asam lasa eswa sapachas. Vahashem psem yara. He'll cause their openings to pour out. What does that mean? Ravishmuel machikis. Khadamar shenif shechu kikitain. That they poured open like a flask, right? Like pouring, like getting poured out of a pitcher. And we're talking about the dam nida, right? That they were just, they just constantly bled. That was the punishment. Um, that their openings became very hairy, like a forest. Amar, Amar Rav They were minuvalim, right? They were they were bad. They were bad people. Adam would say to his friend, What did you eat today? And he wasn't referring to food. Were you talking about, uh, you know, over was it bread that had been worked over or not? And he was not referring to bread. He was talking about Rashi's Be'ula or Besula. 
right? Biyayin gordali, was it a, uh, you know, did you, did you drink white wine? Biyayin chardali, or did you drink dark wine? And he wasn't talking about wine. Bimesav rachav, bimesav katzer. It was referring to um, the type of woman that they were doing illicit things with. Okay, did you sit in a, uh, in a fat bed or in a skinny bed? Was it a pretty looking uh, friend? Or was it a bad looking friend? Yes. And they were apparently racist stuff too, right? They said white wine or dark wine. Okay. And this is all for Zanus. They were made out of cinnamon. When they would burn them, right before the Chorban, they would burn the cinnamon, and it was such it was it, it was uh, it, it was such a potent cinnamon, beautiful smelling smell that when you would burn the cinnamon, the, the smell would waft. Throughout all of Eretz Yisrael, Mishacharvi Yushalayim, Yushalayim was destroyed. Nignazu, it was hidden. All that was left was a barley's worth. And where is this barley's worth of this beautiful cinnamon? It's found in the palace of Tzimtzimai, of Queen Tzimtzimai, that she uses for her perfume. Okay? And. The review. I know Naftali enjoyed. I know Naftali definitely enjoyed this daf. You can come up forward. It, 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 it's it might be accurate, but I'm saying it's not. It's no, you're nothing. no, you're just the let's. Okay, that's a good question. It's a good Shiloh. So we said, okay, number one, a woman cannot go out with a needle. That's Chayev Chatas, Isidar Raisa with a needle that has an eye, or a Tabash that has a signet. Okay, and Ula said, it's the complete opposite by a man that with a Chaysam, it would have a did of a Tachshit, and without a signet, it would be considered a, uh, a ring without a signet, is considered a Masoy. And why? Because Ula holds that men and women are from different worlds. Anything that is chazi for an ish is not for an ish. Anything for an ish is not for an ish. Okay, and Rabbi Yosef, okay, explained why. Right, he asked about the sakshal royim that we see that 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 works for everybody. So why shouldn't a man's tachshal work for a woman, a woman for a man? So he says because nashim are am atzman that their own right men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Aceve. We asked, um, what about the tefillin? And we had to answer, right, why could the woman bring in tefillin if we're saying that if it's a tachshit that's shayach to a man and not to a woman, that it's considered a maso? And we said, because that's like Rameir who holds that woman, it's mishra women are going to be chayiv in tefillin according to that shita. Okay, and then we asked, I, how could you say that going out with a ring, you're going to be chayiv? A woman going out with a signet ring is she's not actually carrying it, she's wearing it, Derek Malbush. So we said, uh, number one, that either it's a woman that's a gizbarish, she's some sort of accountant, and we didn't like that answer. And Rava said, because sometimes a man will task his wife to carry his signet ring, or a woman will task her husband to carry her ring to the jeweler, and the normal way for them to carry it out then would be to wear it as a ring. Okay, and therefore, 
Um, that is why it's considered a masa, even though you're wearing it. We said uh, a woman cannot go out with a collier or kaveles, with a brooch or a spice packet. Remeir held that with this kaveles, a spice packet, you're going to be chayv chatos, because it's a masa. Rabbanon held it was aser. They hold the spice packets a tachshit, but we're concerned you're going to take it off. Rabbi Eliezer said, we're not going to take it off. You know why? Because a woman who wears a spice packet, it's used as deodorant. And uh, she's not going to take it off to show her friends. And we said that a woman cannot go out with a tzluchah shel plaiton, right? That was a vial of good-smelling uh, shemen, okay? And we had a, 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 a musr on the Bnei Yisrael that uh, they were, they were Isaac betanugim, okay, after the Chorban, Rabbi Yudah Maseira said, and therefore we were geyser, we said, it has tining, you can't use it, and the Chavim, they didn't agree, they said the only time that we were geyser to not do, do certain things after the Chorban is if it has tining and it brings simcha, and then we talked about Sheikh ben Almita Shein Visruchin on the beds, that there was spoilage on the bed, and we wanted to say um, that they used to be mashtin, mayin, that they used to urinate naked, but we said it's really, and that, that would not be a, purport, a proportionate response. We said it was rather because they were machlifeim nishayseim that they um, exchanged wives with each other. Ravo said there's three things that bring to Aeneas. Number one, Right to urinate in front of your bed um, unclothed. And we said it's only a problem if you do it towards the bed, not away from the bed, and if you do it on the floor and not into a chamber pot. And we said, we wanted to say that, Ravis wanted to say that it's only a problem if you don't wash your hands at all. That's considered zilzer. Rechissa said no. That, it, it, that the more you wash your hands, the uh, better bracha you'll get. And, and the third thing that brings you to Hanias is your wife curses you out that you, for not buying her jewelry. And Rava said, provided that you can afford it. And then we talked about Gavug B'nai that the chataim and the punishment of the uh, married women who used to ins- incite, right? Incite, um, uh, incite, incite the b- Bachurim, okay? And because of that, they um, brought about punishment.